Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're happy. Hope you're safe. Hope you have uh, everything you wanted. Hope you're not like me and didn't get uh, a bike stolen the day after Christmas. Welcome in. It's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Um, yeah, I, I want to get into sports and uh, what we saw yesterday, what we saw throughout this weekend. I will tell you, I have, I, I just, I don't know, I struggle with people right now, right? Struggle with people. So uh, a couple weeks ago for Hanukkah, I got uh, two e-bikes, two e-bikes. And uh, where I live, and I know where you, you live, they're like the hottest thing. Like everybody's got an e-bike, some sort of bicycle with an electric motor. And I spent a lot of time trying to research these things. And um, I, we've, we used them some, and I'll be totally honest with you. Like, you want to talk about things that, that, that happen like in sequential order that are just, the timing is incredible. Um. It's, it's cold in California and we have rain on the way. It's been, ra- it was raining all weekend on and off. And I mean, we're talking, uh, we're talking lots and lots and a couple inches of rain, which has led to a couple feet of snow in Northern California, in, uh, in, in the mountains. So because COVID is spreading so rapidly, you know, my kids like, ah, we don't want to go to the movies, but we want to go to the movies. They want to go to the movies. We'll just have a movie night. Cool. You know, when you meet for movies, we have popcorn. We need some candy. We'll shoot on down to the CVS and get some candy. And about an hour before I had left, my neighbor, I had been borrowing a bike lock of my neighbor and their kids got a new bike. And he's like, I'm going to go with my dad. Can I get my bike? Like, absolutely. I apologize for not bringing it back sooner. And, you know, like, look, the CVS is right next to a hardware store. Could have gotten a lock there. But I was just like, well, we're running in to get some candy. Come back and my bike is gone. Now, there's two bikes. They only took one, the more expensive one. Put out an APB for a Super 73 RX, which is dope, or was dope. And it's, it's, it's not just being out the money. It's the idea that, like, stealing a bike, and, I, and, I, and I, I knew when I put it out on Twitter, you'd get a couple idiots about the Notre Dame thing. It's like, yeah, I, I, I know how it feels. It's not the first time I've had something taken from me. Uh, but I just, I, I struggle at times with humanity. That, that's what I, I struggle with, with humanity, with all these things. I, I struggle with Clay Travis, who I, I think is a friend, but this whole thing about COVID, just go out and have fun and don't worry about anything. Like I have four friends, four who I have spoken with as of yesterday, I spoke with today, but as of yesterday, all had fevers over 103 degrees, all with COVID my street. I got like five families that are shut down because of COVID. And I'm like, Hey, text me anything you need. I'll go out and get, and I'll leave it at at your door. It's called humanity, but like sending people out into the world unvaccinated with a variant of a disease, which they are not treated for. I'm, I'm like, what are we doing? How did we lose all sense of humanity? Just like some a hole stole my e bike on the day after Christmas. I'm a big boy. I can suck it up. I can be, pissed off 
Guy, I can report it to the police. If I find the guy, I'm going to kick the living crap out of him, as well as charge him to the fullest extent of the law. But again, I'm an adult. Those things probably don't happen. I'll have to chalk it up as an L, as a learning lesson. Always lock your bike, kids. But who steals somebody's bike the day after Christmas? Who tells people that this is just, it's just a cold? Really? Ask somebody who's had it. Who's vaccinated who's had it. Who's like, man, I'm lucky I got vaccinated. I've been in the hospital right now. Because... Because of the protection and the people who haven't been vaccinated, who do go to the hospital, like we need a humanity check. Maybe that's what this all is. Really, really troublesome. Really troublesome. So if, if people ask, like, well, what, where are you in this space of doing this is by, by the way, I believe it's my last Gottlieb show of the year. This is the last Gottlieb show of the year. I have Dan Patrick a couple times this week. I got Colin, I think, this week. Do I, I don't think I have another Gottlieb show th- this year. So I'm, yeah, so I'm going to fire off all the, all the cannons. You know, I just am. And, I, and I, I do understand, you know, last week it was about defending my HBCU take, which, again, it gets lost in people when you have a take about somebody and you're white and they're black, every, it becomes immediately racist, which, again, is like a humanity check. Well, why does everything have to do with race? I'm simply thinking of the kid's future and the likelihood of success. <laughs> you know? But that's, that's where we are. We're in this weird, terrible place to where we are. We, we have, and I, don't, I think most people are good. Maybe that's my issue. Is I do believe that most people are good. Anytime I've gotten myself into a pickle, it's because my assumption is we're past the things that I guess we're not past. But I, I, I struggle with humanity. And it's not just because, oh, you got it. You're making a big deal about it. Like, like well, it was expensive, but that's not even the point. The point is like December 26th, like who steals a bike? Who steals a bike? I don't know. Got the dude on camera. We'll see if we find him. Uh, by the way, real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Yes. Uh, so to my boy Matt, who's listening, uh, to DJ, who's listening, I think, while driving to the mountains, uh, to uh, my my daughter's good friend, Haley, her dad, I, I, and then my neighbor, Erica, right next door. To all of you, I guess I'm the one person who has to stand up and go, this is not the flu. You know, be cautious, be careful. Do the best you can. Anyway, hope you had a, a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and you're getting ready to have a happy new year. And maybe part of it is I'm pissed off because what happened with the Chargers yesterday when you're a Chargers fan is it's a gut punch, right? It just is. Like, ah, uh, you know, we don't have Joey Bosa. We don't have Derwin James's emergency use only. So they didn't play him, only they never led in the game. So I, I'd, like to, I'd like to tell you that that's real, but I, I don't know what's real and what's fake. It's, it's a lot. Watching the NFL is like a reality show. That, that's maybe the topic of the day. Watching, a, a, watching the NFL this weekend, and this weekend is extended. Remember, we go back, we had games Tuesday, 
Thursday, great game Thursday. Saturday, good game Saturday. Not competitive games, not good games, competitive games. Sunday, and now we have one game Monday. And most of the bowl games that we were supposed to have haven't gone off, except for one that was like eight this morning on the West Coast. Like, ah, can't imagine being in, in Nevada from Reno and having to get up at 8 a.m. to watch my team play when there's no NFL, no college games the rest of the day. Like, you could have moved that thing to the night with all the things canceled. So I, I just, here's, here's, here's why it's like a reality show. Because when you watch a reality show, you don't actually know what's real and what's kind of quasi-scripted. You just don't. Right? Like, you don't know not just what the producers had planned, what has been edited, but as we all come to realize, people act different when there's a camera in front of their face. People speak different. They use different diction, different tone. But more than anything, they act different. Right? A reality show is quasi-reality. There's some reality to it, but not a lot. That's what the NFL is. Do the Chargers let inferior teams hang around? Sure. But if I fail to mention that they didn't have, you know, like five of their seven or eight best players, and then you'd be like, well, Houston was losing 10 starters. Oh, okay. Houston losing 10 starters who aren't very good seems to be more difficult. But I don't know. Maybe it's that the Chargers aren't that good. Kind of go around the league and you try and figure that out. It's like the Browns. The Browns are taking on the Raiders and the Browns were decimated, decimated uh, going back two weeks ago. And then the Browns, you know, had a chance this weekend to get a win over the Packers. So here's where it's like quasi reality. That's not the full strength Cleveland Browns. And they're on the road in Green Bay. On the other hand, like the problems that the Browns have still remain present. Baker Mayfield throws four picks. Right, Baker Mayfield's the team's MVP. It's, it's really interesting to me as I, I looked around the league yesterday, you know, how many teams do you see that you're like, okay, I think this is actually true, but I can't tell if it's true because I can't identify half of their players. I, it was just a bizarre weekend in sports. I love Christmas being on the 25th where we had a couple of games and then we got games again on Sunday. It's just a great excuse to sit around and watch TV with your family, with your friends, especially when the weather's bad outside. But on some level, I actually don't know what I'm watching. Don't know what I'm watching. And I, I, my, my takeaways are, yes, I think Kansas City is better than everybody else. I do. Are they that much better? I have no idea. Or if it's just the fact that the Steelers aren't that good. You know? The, the Titans, of course, going back to Thursday, beat the Niners. I was all in on the Niners. The Titans are missing their left side of their offensive line and no Derrick Henry and find a way to win a game. Again, like, is that the reality? Are the Titans better than the Niners? Probably not. But the same problem for the Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo, untimely interceptions, exists. The Colts didn't have, didn't have their left side of their offensive line. They were missing several key players. Hey, they beat the Cardinals, who are also missing DeAndre Hopkins and plenty of their own. Again, the, the, I don't know if the, if the Colts are always better or if it's totally reality what we're seeing, but I do know that the Cardinals have hit a stretch where not only can they not move the ball nearly as efficiently offensively like we thought they would, but they're losing home game after home game. They're, they're under 500 at home. 
And if you go around the league, that's kind of the story of yesterday. The Bengals are better than the Ravens. It's one of my two picks that hit yesterday, right? That and the Bills. The Bills are better than the Patriots. But I don't know if the Bengals are, the Bengals aren't that much better than the Ravens because the Ravens, I mean, they just had to figure out what to do at quarterback, right? Like, it, it's just not that easy to take Josh Johnson, who's more of a thrower than a runner, and put him in an offense. That's, that's not even your friend using your remote control. That's your cousin coming over first time, sitting down in your house, and, hey, man, turn on the TV, make sure the stereo is right, get it all pumping and crunk. You're like, dude, I don't even know how this remote control works. That's good. So do I think the Bengals are better than the Ravens? I know they are. They've beaten their ass twice, and it wasn't terribly competitive. But I have no idea if the level of dominance is so great because there's no Lamar Jackson back there. It's just a completely different game. The Bills are better than the Patriots. They just are. And, and I think one of the things we're seeing with Mac Jones is, I told you before, his ball is like a golf putt that dies at the hole. It gets there, but it ain't getting there and like going through a wall like a bullet. And of course, now you get bad weather and suddenly he's been inaccurate. What's that about? I think part of it's about arm strength. The Bills better? Yes. Are they that level of dominance? I don't think so. I don't think so. The Eagles beat the Giants by 24. It, it was a complete mollywhopping in the second half. I think the Eagles are better than the Giants. But remember, the Giants pulled their quarterback before the game ever began and have decided to pack it in for next year. Like, again, you go through the league, and that, to me, is the narrative. It's real-ish. It's reality-ish. The idea of reality TV was a good one. Stick a camera in somebody's lives and see what they do. Take a snapshot into their life and see what happens. But as we've come to learn, whether it's Survivor or the Kardashians or, heck, uh, my kids are into, uh, there's a, a, a contest one that's like about tattoo artists. But any of these families that, you know, it, it's real-ish. The NFL is real-ish. That was a strange weekend. Hell, you look at the Lakers losing to the, losing to the Nets. You got guys on the Nets, you're like, I, didn't even, I had no idea he was still a person. They didn't have Kevin Durant. They still don't have Kyrie Irving. They did have James Harden, and they end up getting the win, while the Lakers didn't have Anthony Davis, did have Russell Westbrook, did have LeBron James, and they take the L. It's real. The Lakers have real problems. They're really struggling to connect. On the other hand, there's no Anthony Davis. They don't have their head coach. They got guys in, in COVID protocols. And so it's real-ish. It's like a reality show. It's kind of real. It's kind of fake. Joe Burrow had the best game of his young career, maybe the best game of anybody's year in the National Football League. And you know what? What the Bengals did to the Ravens, we not only should have seen coming, but we should have expected. I'll explain upcoming next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. You know, what, what happens... What happens with people who um, who get beaten down for a long time is 
when when they get a chance, when they get a chance, when they're they're finally good, they're gonna do. It's like you remember remember the Titans. It's a great line. Remember the Titans. I, honestly, that's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's my son's favorite movie. In the pantheon of bad race relations, 70s movies, right? Or 60s movies. Feels like, I mean, part of it is it's got Denzel. But it's just, it's a great film. It's really, really good. You remember when they're getting ready to play the championship game? And the guy who was, um, the guy who was supposed to be the head coach, but then became the offensive coordinator. Do you guys, do you, do you remember the film? Jay Stu, do you remember remember the Titans? I do, and that was actor uh, Will Patton, right? Will Patton yeah. is the actor's name, correct. So Will Patton plays the guy who was, you know, originally the head coach, and of course he gets moved to offensive coordinator. Will Patton is uh, coach Bill Yost. Herman Boone is Denzel, uh, is Denzel Washington. Uh, they're getting ready to play the championship game against an all-white team. Remember they, got, and they were getting no calls for a while, too? Remember what Will Patton said? I think he said, here's the, here's the quote. Run it up, Herman! Leave no doubt! Leave no doubt. Right? Leave no doubt. Now, um, if that was, I, I think that was from the championship game, right? But in the championship game, there actually was some doubt. If you remember, they won on reverse, which I don't know if you're going to win on a reverse like 50, 60 yards away, the reality of it. But maybe that's how it happened in real life. That's not the point, Gottlieb. The point is that they said leave no doubt, which is great. Because, I mean, that helps me out with my rant. (laughs) Isn't that what the Bengals did yesterday? They left no doubt. I'm not a run up the score kind of guy. I understand that the Ravens have been decimated by injuries due to Lamar Jackson. COVID, he's actually had it twice. They didn't have Tyler Huntley, who was their backup quarterback, but playing quite well. Their Devontae Freeman, how many running backs down throughout the year are they? Six? Six? They still had Mark Andrews, whatever. But And, and honestly, the Bengals, they only scored 10 in the second half. So it wasn't like in the fourth quarter, you know, they could take a knee or they could bring in a backup quarterback. But man, they kept throwing it. T. Higgins kept catching it. T. Higgins, 12 catches. Jamar Chase, seven catches. That's combined 19 catches for 350 plus yards. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, and T. Higgins had two touchdown receptions. Oh, boy. oh, by the way, uh, throw in Tyler Boyd. And it was a complete molly whopping. But to me, it felt like one of those moments where, uh, where it, it tipped. It tipped in their favor. The Steelers aren't particularly good. The Cleveland Browns are a mess. The Baltimore Ravens have been hanging on for their playoff lives. And yes, they're all banged up and beaten up. And they're ravaged by COVID as well. All of these things are, are real. But for the Cincinnati Bengals, that win and the way in which it happened left no doubt. Amen. Leave no doubt. We're the best team in the AFC North. Now they, they got the Chiefs in their building this upcoming weekend. They can leave no doubt about the AFC getting ready for the playoffs. 
So I'm not going to go into super hyperbole about Joe Burrow. It's not that we haven't seen it. It's not that he hasn't proved himself to be a tremendous quarterback. But I think that one was about, hey, we've been beaten down for a long time. We've been made to feel like we're a joke of a franchise. Now we have a legit football team with a legit quarterback and legit weapons to go to. You're down a little bit. Sorry, we're going to rub your nose in a little bit. Wait, wait. So, so two teams that were supposed to play in bowl games against other teams are going to then play against each yes. other potentially? Yes, that could be the case. Sports Illustrated said that if Boise State dropped out, Central Michigan could end up playing Washington State in the Sun Bowl. The Arizona Bowl, sponsored by Barstool Sports. Dave Portnoy took to Twitter to say maybe Washington State would want to play in the Arizona Bowl against Central Michigan and not in the Sun Bowl. That is all yet to be determined. But, yeah, to your point, you could have two uh, teams who didn't have opponents in their bowl games end up meeting in one on Friday. I, listen, I know Portnoy's trying to save it, right? And he's going to, I mean, I, I don't know if he has insurance or, you know, what, what, what the thing is with, with Barstool. I will tell you that the idea of that sounds great, but it's really, really, really hard. Really hard. Because um, this thing is, I mean, I, I, I guarantee you know somebody buyer who has it, don't you? Like, I mean, like, this thing is spread like crazy. Yeah. And if kids think they're not playing, they're like, I ain't playing. All it takes is one to spread it to two. And then you have, you know, and you got to get all the logistics to it. It's very difficult. But it'd be fascinating to see if it happens. All right, let's get to Orlando Scandrick, who joins us in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. He's the co-host of About the Game. It's a fantastic podcast. Like, if you want two guys who are kind of savants at football, Scan and then TJ Hushmanzada talking about football, and they're also really funny. It's great stuff. About the game, download it today. It's Doug Gottlieb show on Fox Sports Radio. Scan are the, what, I mean, the Cowboys could have scored a hundred, scored over half a hundred. Um, what happened to the Cowboys' offense struggling yesterday? I mean, they they got out of the funk, um, but the Washington football team sucks. Yes, they're awful. Yeah, that, mean, that's the, it's know, the, listen, get... I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. It's, that's the hard thing for us watching at home, right? How much of it is the other team stinks and they've had injuries in COVID and how much of it is this team is really, really good? Let's just start with the Cowboys and, and Washington football team. How much of it is... is, 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 is I mean, is I like? think the Cowboys, they have all the talent. They have the pieces. They're still not running the ball at a high efficiency. Um, I don't really think they're clicking on all cylinders. When you get turn after after turnover and a lot of possessions... And the other team just seems to be incompetent and three and outs gets gives up um, miscellaneous touchdowns, which is a defensive touchdown and a pump block for a touchdown. It's really, really hard to win even when you're good. And to compound it when they're bad and you know, and they have a, a awful quarterback, um, they were a decent running football team. And yesterday they decided that from the first snap that they weren't going to run the ball after getting the three and out. And you know, it just it seems like that organization is you know still trending in the wrong direction. You know, you got the constant chatter around the emails, and then you got the owner who's not, who takes himself out of day-to-day, but his wife is running day-to-day. It's just, I mean, I, I can't think of a football organization that's worse ran than the Washington football team. Then to compound, you know, having a player get into a horrific accident where someone lost their life, it was just, it was just a tough week. And then when you add in your COVID issues, it's, going to be tough to win. 
It's Doug Gottlieb's show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's the voice of Scandalando Scandrick, former star defensive back, mostly with the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, let's, uh, let, let's go to Joe Burrow and what he did to the Ravens. Now, they beat the Ravens in Baltimore, but yesterday it was, uh, I mean, I don't know if you saw this, out of empty, he was 11 of 13 out of empty and just picked them apart. Was 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 unbelievable. Um, but you've seen this. I mean, when you're in the league, as long as you were in the league, you've seen guys have a good year, have good games. Are you a buyer long-term into Joe Burrow? I am. I mean, that's what he's comfortable doing. Um, it's not a gimmick. They're real um, pass concepts. And I think that the NFC North is going to have to deal with Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe, um, Joe Mixon, and last but not least, Jamar Chase for a long time. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. You know, there's, uh, I mean, they, they two years ago they started really, actually three years ago they started trying to rebuild their offensive line, uh, but you know the, their first round draft pick got hurt, missed the whole year. Then you know you in back to back years you get T Higgins and Jamar Chase. They also got got Joe Mixon who kind of fell to them. Remember because he had before he even played in college had an incident in Oklahoma. Like this is kind of classic how the Bengals have been built the last time. They, they were a playoff team, right? Which is, you know, get a quarterback, get a bunch of dudes. Sometimes you get guys that are, sl- are, are rated or taken slightly lower than they would have for a myriad of reasons. And, um, but you end up having an immensely talented team through the draft. Okay, so now Kansas City comes in. Kansas City's got the longest win streak in the country, in the, in the league. What are your thoughts on Kansas City's level of dominance? Because it's kind of the same thing as Dallas and Washington, Right. Pittsburgh stinks. Kansas City is um, unconventional, but, you know, they have beat some quality opponents. Um, I think it's going to be a measuring stick for both teams. It's not going to be easy by any stretch of the imagination. Cincinnati is a very, very tough place to play. They can run it. They can throw it. And then, you know, they can do what kind of has been Kansas City's Achilles heel. Trey Hendricks and... Um, the other kid can really rush the passer. Um, so, you know, we'll see what type of game play that then they employ. But Kansas City's facing some injuries again with uh, Clyde C-H-E, they call him, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Hilaire. Yeah. Yeah, C-E-H, sorry. C-E-H, um, he's banged up again. And, you know, they're going to have to kind of go running back by committee again. So it's going to be interesting to see this weekend. Uh, two hot teams playing each other. And, and I'm excited. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that's the voice of Orlando Scandrick. Um, Scan- how, the the Arizona Cardinals have fallen on hard times. Obviously, you don't have DeAndre Hopkins. He's one of the best wide receivers in the National Football League. You could say he's the best wide receiver. I don't think a ton of people would argue with you. Is it simply they don't have him? They lost some other dudes. That's why they're not as good. Or is there something in how they're playing, how they're being coached, the position they're being put in that's had them fall on these hard times? Me personally, I think the offense is a gimmick. Um, you know, it's very difficult to prepare for when you have three weeks, three weeks, three days to prepare for something so so unconventional. But, you know, they've been playing in their teams that are common opponents and teams that have seen them more than once. And, you know, it's pretty tough for a quarterback that's so small in stature. Um, so, I would say a little bit fragile to, you know, lead a team and play the style of football that they're playing. And I think they're going to continue to struggle. I think they're going to have their hands full with the Cowboys because, I think 
the Cowboys are very athletic. They have a lot of movement up front. They play a lot of people, and they they simply pose just a mismatch, you know, of the, of the style of play. Um, I don't think Arizona runs it particularly well. Um, I don't think they throw it particularly well. And you know, just on defense, they're not getting stops right now, and they're banged up. They're playing with guys in the secondary um, out on the on the edges that they expected just to be contributors that are asked to be starters and playmakers. Orlando Scandra joining us in the Doug Gottlieb Show. What about the Colts? I mean, Carson Wentz made a couple amazing throws under duress, but there's also some Carson Wentz head scratchers. They have an elite weapon with Jonathan Taylor. They're, they're doing it without the left side of their offensive line. they got other COVID issues. What's your level of buy-in to the Colts as we get ready for the playoffs? Carson Wentz is trash, and once the Colts get down by two scores, they're done. They're one of those teams that have to play their kind of game. And, you know, when you get into the playoffs and you play those Kansas Cities and those Cincinnati's and – those teams that can get up on you and even Tennessee, you know, once they're down and they have to pass and then it's going to, they're going to show exactly who they are. Um, you know, they're on a, they're on a winning streak right now. They're playing against some teams that are kind of slumping. That can't take nothing away from them, but you know, I was on a team with Zeke Elliott. We're 13 and three and we were running the ball on everybody. And we got to the, we got to the playoffs and played the green Bay Packers. And once we got down and we couldn't run anymore, it was very, very hard to recover from because we hadn't been asked to, you know, as a team to do that all year. So, so I mean, look, I respect your opinion about Carson Wentz. What is it? How, how are we all fooled? How'd the guy go from a couple years ago, he's on his way to the MVP with the Philadelphia Eagles to, even though they're winning games, you think he's trash. How are we all fooled by because Carson was, Wentz? I mean, it was a gimmick. If you look at the style of play, it wasn't like he was dropping back traditionally, it was a lot of RPOs. It was very, very, very gimmicky. And, you know, those things don't last in the NFL, you know. The things that last in the NFL are, you know, the traditional things, you know, the traditional pass game being good on third down. I mean, I don't think the Colts are doing anything any different than when they had Phillip Rivers last year. Nothing. The Cleveland Browns had a chance to win the game, but they had a quarterback who kept giving the football away. How do you handle the Baker? How do you think they handle the Baker Mayfield thing? Seeing as they look, they did pick up the the fifth year option, so they are on the hook for him uh, for for next year. How do you think they handle that? I mean, they don't have a choice. You know, maybe they bring in some competition, but it's not it's not um, not traditional that teams pick up the fifth year option. That Tennessee picked up the fifth year option on. Um, sorry, Tennessee picked up the fifth-year option on Marcus Mariota, I believe it was. Um, he didn't even play in that year, I don't believe so. And Tampa Bay picked up the fifth-year option on Jameis Winston. But I don't think Cleveland is ready to, you know, I don't think they've accepted that Baker Mayfield, you know, isn't the guy. Uh, it's very funny to me that Odell goes to the Rams and he's finding himself and he's getting comfortable. And, you know, the Browns have gotten worse. Browns have gotten worse. Um, all right, let's discuss the Rams. When they added Odell, uh, when they lost Robert Woods, they were a bit of a mess, right? They couldn't protect Matt Stafford. And, I mean, you name it, whether it's San Francisco or Tennessee, they got whooped a little bit. What's changed? I think they're doing a good job of um, creating a moving pocket. Um, Sean, I've always thought Sean McVay's a wizard offensively. Um, not just having Matthew Stafford back and just pass. Uh, keeping him on the move not putting their offensive line in disadvantageous positions. And, you know, you're still going to get your head scratchers from Matt Stafford here and there, but the Rams play just so damn solid on defense, man. They're always going to give themselves a chance to win. 
and you know they're one of those teams that can catch fire and you know you'll look up in February and they'll be playing in their home stadium in the Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, the, the the team though that they'll probably have to go through is Green Bay, right, in order to get to that Super Bowl. Now on the good side, Aaron Rodgers has the all-time touchdown mark, right? As a Green Bay Packer quarterback, they look like they're going to have home field throughout. And they've dealt with a bunch of injury issues and they seem to be getting healthier. The downside is Man, they're letting a lot of teams just kind of hang around there, and teams they should be a lot better than. Is that cause for concern from your perspective? I don't. I don't believe in teams that they should be a lot better than in the NFL. I think every team has the same salary cap, every team has the same amount of players, <laughs> and uh, every team on those players they have families. Um, it's, it, the NFL is a lot closer than you think. Um, but they're winning football games, and you're never gonna make an excuse for winning football games. It's, you know, they could be on the the wrong side of a lot of those games, and we'll be looking at a lot of different separates in the season. But I think they're just going to continue to get stronger, and, you know, they're only going to go as far as Aaron Rodgers takes them. You think this is last year with, with the Packers? You know, I, I, have, I have no idea. You know, I don't, I'm not privy to that information. I understand, but it's it's like hard to like. We're all trying to be like body language experts, right? And parse words, and then you see him, you know, the walk off after winning the game, doing the Aaron Andrews. The interviews are different. The feelings different. There's a lot more kind of trying to get perspective. The interviews are different to you because you're reading into them differently. Had you had he not had any of the things that happened in the off season, would the interview be different to you? Mm, Yeah, yeah, I think I I would. I think that what you're always, listen, what you're saying is fair. Like, look, I'm not saying what you're saying is unfair, but he he and he knows that we're paying more attention to it, and he's smart enough to know what he's saying and how he's saying it. So I I agree with you on some level, but there's still the interviews do feel a little bit different. There is a lot more reflection on like an an amazing career in Green Bay. Like when you plan on staying somewhere forever you don't necessarily have as much reflection. Now, maybe that's who he is as a person, but there also does feel like there's more reflection in his thoughts. But but the NFL is year-to-year, day-to-day business. I mean, and life is a day-to-day, you know, ordeal. Nothing lasts forever. So, I mean, you know, maybe Aaron's just taking the approach that he's going to take every moment, take every game as if it's his last. You know, he's not taking anything for granted. Uh, it sounds like you got kids going on in the background. Get back to them. Hope you had a Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful. Oh no, I'm year. just I'm, I'm just watching a bunch of different. I'm actually home. I'm just watching a bunch of different games. So that's what you get. All right. Well, listen. Enjoy watching the games. Can't wait for the next about the game podcast with Hoosh. You guys do a great job. Have a happy New Year. We'll talk to you on the other side in 22. All right. Thank you. That's Scan Alando Scandrick joining us. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Is it a big deal that only the Chiefs have clinched a playoff spot so far in the AFC? I'll tell you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Actually, I I lied. It's not sunny. Not sunny. But. Nope. 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 About to start raining again. Let's get to a game. This 
is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. If you're new to the Doug Gottlieb Show, you know what you might want to do? You might want to tune in to us. Uh, if you can't catch us on your affiliate you're getting us on today, you can get us on uh, Satellite Radio. We're on the Dan Patrick channel, 217-203. You can get us on the iHeartRadio app. You can download the podcast. One of the things we do is uh, we play a game. And basically, stories of the day, Dan, Dan Byer decides how we're going to play that game. What's the game today? Doug, the game today is? Big deal, little deal, no deal. All right. Yeah, I like that. I like that game. It's a good game. Is it a big deal, little deal, or no deal that only the Kansas City Chiefs have clinched a playoff spot so far in the AFC? It, it is, but for a different reason. That's like the best and most competitive division, I thought, in the AFC, and yet they have far separated themselves. I mean, most of this comes down to the fact that the Chargers, they should have beaten the, the Chiefs two weeks ago. I understand who you're without and how depleted you are, but you know the going for two stuff sounds great. Kick a field goal at the end of the first half, and it's a completely different football game. Uh, but it's a big deal because as, as much as we look at the Chiefs and we want to pick them apart, at some point, you got to tip their, your cap and go, they find a way to win games. They're excellent in the kicking game. Their defense is improved. they got a great quarterback, and they have two weapons who are really, really hard to stop. Big deal, little deal, or no deal that the Philadelphia Eagles control their fate as they sit in the final wildcard spot in the NFC. Um, It's a little deal. I mean, it's like, yeah, they beat up. Congratulations. You, you beat up on the Giants. The Giants are no good, and... They're sitting there. I mean, like, look, their last three wins, right? Jets, Washington, Giants. Okay. Now, you go to Washington this week. My guess would be that there'll be more fight than there was on the sideline for the Washington football team. And then they got the Cowboys. And I don't think, I don't know what the Cowboys will be playing for week 17. So, yeah, it's a, it's a them getting to the playoffs is a, is a, is a deal. I just, it's really hard to tell if they're any good. And along those lines, Doug, big deal, little deal, or no deal that Jonathan Allen threw a punch at his teammate Deron Payne on the Washington sideline during last night's loss to the Cowboys. Um, it's a big deal. I, I'm not one of these guys that gets crazy about teammates fighting. I've, there's never been a team that I've been on that somebody hasn't thrown punches at a teammate, and usually it's somebody a lot like Deron Payne who you're really good friends with. They've been, they play together in college. And when you're around people long enough and things are going bad, dudes get heated. Got it. But on a nationally televised game in week, 15, week what, 16 of the season that we are? We're week 16 of the season? Yep. Uh, it's just a terrible look. There's just no way to get over it. Just the idea of throwing a punch. What if the punch landed? What if the punch landed? That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, okay. So here's the thing. There's a bunch of levels to how bad the Q&A was with Bill Belichick after they lost to the Bills. We'll dive in next on the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.